Hey, Petrak, how are you doing? I'm fine. Great. I'm fine. Uh, are you out of quarantine already? Yeah, there's no lockdown at the moment. So, uh, yeah, we are uh, allowed to go out uh, without, mer uh, without wearing a mask. So, did you, did you uh, take your vaccines? Yes, yes. I took my second shot uh, last week. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. What did you do during this isolation period? Uh, well, we just tried to, to do our usual routines uh, with uh, playing rehearsals. And yeah, there were some tours that got postponed, obviously. So we, we just uh, tried and focused on playing our usual every week uh, rehearsals and try to make new stuff. Yeah. Well, was the new EP out done during the, the quarantine? Uh, no, no. Those were songs that were uh, recorded during the sessions uh, for, for our previous album. Okay. They, they are like besides so? Uh, not quite. Uh, because usually we we record only the stuff that we want to record. So uh, some people tend to say that uh, uh, if you're uh, putting out uh, some songs that are left from the session for the LP, that means the songs are uh, worse. And it's not the case, in my opinion. Just uh, the, the LP was... Uh, meant to be uh, the long as it was so uh, we couldn't add another song and those three songs came uh, pretty nice together so uh, that was the plan from uh, from the beginning um all right do you do you guys release all your stuffs by yourselves mostly we do it by ourselves and if we co if we do cooperate with with a label it's not uh, the usual uh, signing contract and being released by a label. It's more of a cooperation. So it's like only for the um, financial reasons, mostly. And we did it like the three times, maybe. So we don't need to do it, uh, but sometimes we do. So, so we can spend uh, less money uh on putting out albums got it um you also during the quarantine you guys did a, a live stream can you tell me a bit about how we work it um i think we did uh one gig that was only streaming it was like one year ago uh lately we we played uh, a gig and and we we found out that, that they they also do a streaming of it but uh, we we like it's it's if if there isn't audience uh, and that first gig uh, was without uh, without any audience just the people that were uh, like the sound engineers and and all the crew present so the feeling you get uh, while performing is 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 
very different than than the usual gig and it's like it's very hard to compare those experiences because well for me uh, like live gig uh, gives you this special energy and you won't want to be getting it from performing to the camera so yeah that's the that's the main difference yeah we we live in strange times for sure um i want to talk a bit about poland you guys are from poland poland is known for being a catholic country it's very conservative smoking weed in poland is illegal obviously how is yeah. like being stoner and doing guys in <laughs> poland well it's not not uh, uh, thailand so it's not that bad you 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 won't get uh, like a capital punishment for uh, having weed on you <laughs> but you can go to jail so uh, there are people that are doing time for uh, having on them like small amount and this is like something uh, yeah uh, that could be hard so uh, you have to you have to be very careful that's the only the only way you can cope with that uh, because if you're not uh, you could get in trouble uh, yeah but i mean times are changing and, and i i think uh, it will change here also like it already changed from from better to worse but i hope it will change it will change back so man if 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 uh, like uh, in czech republic you can uh, have a small amount of weed on you without any any trouble uh, and it's like only it's it's very close so maybe maybe it's uh, like it's time that when younger people go into politics and and, and try to make some change maybe maybe it will change there are some movements in poland that are uh, rigidly fighting for uh, weed legalization so i hope uh, it's going to change soon yeah great times are coming i hope all right um i live in a city here in brazil that was colonized by people from poland and oh there, there are like a lot of descendants here and also we eat pierogi Pierogi. I just ate pierogi like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can buy like frozen pierogi in the in the supermarket. That's cool. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm talking straight from Brazil. I want to know what you know about Brazil and if you listen to any band from here. Mm, obviously, we know some uh, some metal bands from Brazil, like sepultura and uh wait a minute do i know any any other bands is uh, uh sarcophago is from from brazil yeah sarcophago sarcophago okay yeah i know that i know uh, a little bit of capoeira because my <laughs> one of my friends was like very interested in in that I know that you guys are crazy about football, so yeah, well. yeah. So we we are crazy about the football in Poland, but we have absolutely no success in, <laughs> hey guys, in this have... sport. 
Lewandowski only. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lewandowski, but that's just like one man uh, since the last uh, successes uh, by Poland. It was like in the 70s. It's like one man and it's like uh, almost 40 million country. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, it's it's pretty shitty. <laughs> We're not yeah, that, that good in football. It's it's time to time to acknowledge it. Like it's, <laughs> it's high high time. Uh, so yeah, that's another thing. What do I know about Brazil? Mm-hmm. I know that uh, it could be pretty dangerous in in big uh, cities of uh, Brazil, right? Like yeah, some definitely. gang wars and pretty fucked up. Uh, situations like in favelas and some of them are pretty dangerous but some of them are pretty developed as well so it depends yeah yeah there was one thing i i i don't know if it's from brazil but i i think it is it's like this kind of sweet you get from mashed peanut uh, peanuts and and sugar and like small bars uh, how how was it called uh, do you know what i'm talking about i don't know pasoquito pasoquito yeah yeah that's that's very good that's very very good <laughs> yeah where did you try it oh i tried it in poland and uh my wife's uh, sister brought some from brazil because she went to brazil because she has friends in oh. brazil and she and she lived there like for a month or something like that and she brought me like a huge package of pasoquito or how oh, it's called yeah. <laughs> yeah cool do you listen to any stoner rock bands from here i don't think so i don't think so uh i know for sure some argentinian bands and uh but do i know some brazilian ones i don't think so maybe if you would maybe if you would uh, give me a name because maybe i do listen or did listen to it but i don't pay attention if the band is from brazil or if the band is from the us uh, like and we have son of a witch radness yeah, I will need to think about it. Actually, I can send you some by mail after the interview. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Okay. Let's talk about the scene in Poland. I know Poland has an extreme metal scene with bands like Behemoth and Vader. And also have some stoner rock bands like Beelzebong and Weedpacker. Can you tell me a bit about how the scene goes? And if you guys run gigs in Poland as well, yeah. Well, the scene is is like it's it's quite a similar situation as in uh, the football. <laughs> it's still mm-hmm. forty million forty million country and the stoner or stoner do bands. So uh, we have uh, mentioned Belzebon. Weedpecker, we got uh, we've got Major Kong, Space Slug, um, Red Scalp, and some some vintage rock bands like Taraban or um, stuff like that. Some bands uh, d- don't play anymore. I think 
Well, it, it's like uh, when, when the genre uh, got popular here, there were far more bands uh, here, but, but many of them like, like tried and, and record like one album and, and gave up. Maybe they thought they, they would make a career or, or make a living out of playing music, but that's very hard in Poland. So, and especially in, in, in these underground genres. So I would say there is a small scene, but it's like few bands are, are top quality. And I think it's uh, slowly, slowly developing. So, so it's getting bigger, I think. Yes. Um, I think Belzebong played in Brazil a couple of years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they did a tour in South America, yeah. Cool, yeah. Now I want to tell me, like from the beginning, how you got into music, like the first band you listened to, the first instrument you learned how to play. Well, I, I was uh, learning to play the piano when I, was, uh, when I was a little kid, like when I was seven years old, something like that father uh, brought this very simple keyboard and obviously any child I, I, I tried and play anything with it and and he he decided that I should uh, I should uh, go and learn how to play it so he signed me up for uh, piano lessons which I obviously hated uh, okay, okay I have to uh, take a pause here because someone is knocking at my door. Okay. I, I heard that. Okay. Whew. Sorry for this. Was that a, a job at witness? Huh? Was that a job? No. Witness? No. <laughs> no. No. Jehovah Witnesses have my apartment marked as do not, do not uh, ring, do not, do not try to do anything because I, I tried to be nice to them like 10 years ago when I first started living here and I, I, I tried to be nice to, to them and, and simply <laughs> just answer their questions and ask my own and after about a year that they visited me every second weekend I believe and I oh was God. trying to be I was trying to be polite and say just no, thank you, I'm good, I don't need you guys here, and just go away. And it didn't work, so I had I I I had to be like uh, very rough for the last time we we saw each other. So but, <laughs> yeah, but but that 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 affected that they don't come near my house anymore. So yeah, that was uh, okay. only a courier. <laughs> yeah, so. Mm -hmm. uh, my dad signed me up for the piano lessons and I hated those, <laughs> to be honest. I hated those. I always wanted to play the electrical guitar or the drums were like no chances I, I could get drums or, or the guitar. So yeah, and, and regarding to music, uh, my father was a... He, he introduced me to the bands like the Beatles, uh, but also Black Sabbath, many Polish bands. So even I had like a small crush on, on rap music, you know, like 
20, 20 something years ago. Uh, it didn't last long and I, and I had to go back to, to guitar music. Yes. Uh, all right. On which point you joined Dope Lord? Me and Pavo that plays uh, guitar and sings, uh, we started the band. Uh, it was an idea uh, Pavo had that we, we have to make a band that uh, plays this kind of music because we both listened to uh, lots of stoner doom back then. And there were like no bands playing such music in Poland. You guys were like the pioneers. Uh, I don't think so. I uh, well, from from what I know, Belzebong started to play this kind of music uh, in 2007, but we didn't know uh, they existed. So we we started in 2010, and we we knew then that there is such band like Belzebong. And it was uh, the similar time Major Kong uh, started to play. So not the pioneers, but, but definitely uh, one of the first Polish uh, stoner doom bands. Yeah. Yes. Are you guys from different places of, of Poland? Um, we all met uh, with, the, with the first lineup of the band. We all met uh, in Lublin. That's a city in the east of Poland. Uh, and Lublin is, is, a, is a town, like uh, it, it's an academic town. So you, you've got few universities and, and uh, all, the, all the colleges there. I, I, I lived there because I was uh, studying there. Only the guitar player and the drummer were born in Lublin. So me and Pavel were from outside Lublin. After that, we of course moved to, uh, to Warsaw. And yeah, but we are not all from, from Lublin. And what's, what's the capital of Poland? Capital of Poland is Warsaw. Warsaw and, yeah. Is that a big, yeah. biggest city? That's the biggest city. It's like, I think, two million of like registered uh, uh, citizens, uh, but it's like uh, almost, uh, I don't know the exact number now, but it's like a few years back, it was 2 million. So uh, for a Brazilian uh, guy, it's like a small town, right? Yeah, that's more than <laughs> Sydney, probably. <laughs> that, that's a village, that's a village, yeah. Yeah, but it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is, this is, yeah, this is the most crowded you, you can get in Poland. That's okay. Yeah. I like small places. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to talk a bit about the last album, Sign of the Devil, which is amazing. Uh, could you tell me a bit about it, like writing, recording, producing, touring as well? I think there was no tour because of COVID, maybe. Um, well, we we were like doing it under uh, s uh, slight time pressure because there was a tour uh, scheduled for I believe it was March 17th and we set the the premiere of the record for March uh, 
10th, I think. Uh, so uh, it was recorded in February because we were trying to, to make it until March. So we did make it <laughs> and we were also able to press uh, the CDs and schedule the, the vinyl pressing because there was the, the, the world, uh, there were two tours planned. One was uh, in March and the other one uh, was scheduled for the end of May, I believe. Uh, so everything was ready and, and everything was set, but then came the pandemic and uh, we were already after the premiere because we, we didn't know at the time if if the, that closing of borders will be like for a week or two, maybe a month, you don't know. So uh, yeah, but it appeared to, to be far more uh, serious. Uh, what is funny, uh, we were like, I believe around uh, March 5th, we were still thinking that we are going for the tour, like 100%. And it changed so, so quickly and, and, and uh, dynamically that like one week later, we were 100% percent sure that we are not going anywhere. So. <laughs> the, the news were pretty confused back then, uh, in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but we, we decided to, to just uh, do what we can do, to just, just sell the merch through, through the internet and whatever, just, just do, do the usual promotion of the album just without the gigs. So without like the most important part for us, but yeah, what what could we do? Yeah, but but I mean, I think it's an amazing album, and I think people are looking forward to listen to that live. Um, do you guys plan to do gigs out of Europe this time? Maybe there were some plans for. Uh, well, I don't know if I am allowed to do to talk about it but since it all got postponed or cancelled we were uh, like uh, talking with some bookers from south america even oh it was yeah. like Holy <laughs> yeah yeah there were there were plans for for making a small tour in south america there were plans in, in making a small or longer tour in the us and there were plans for Australia, but all all got like crushed. And I don't know if if we will be able to to go back and 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 reschedule those. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, there were some serious plans, and it all uh, fell through because of the pandemic. Yeah, but but I think people are very anxious for gigs. So yeah, but but there are like millions of bands out there, so the line is pretty long. If if the people get to choose which band do they want to to see first, I I believe we are not in in the beginning of the line. So the appetites are huge, but the appetites from the bands are huge too. So. The bands are planning already tours for 2022 and 2023. So I think it will be very hard time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, let's wait and see how it's going to work. 
Um, yeah, I believe that's it. Uh, what's next for Doplard? Well, we still got uh, two tours scheduled that that were postponed from 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 last year. We have one tour scheduled for early September. I don't know if, if it's going to work or not. We've got another tour for February. We have plans to, to release new music uh, through the Postwax uh, series. That is a, like, a, there's a label that, that puts out like five or more vinyl during a year by bands that are known or less known in the genre. Uh, but those albums are not their usual ones. So the bands are asked to do something different. Sometimes they, they make a split album with another band. Sometimes they make uh, like switch or swap members from the bands and, and do some crazy shit. So we've got that one in plans. Yeah, and I think uh, the usual plans. So that is making new music and, and try to book as many gigs as uh, possible. Perfect. Yeah, man, that was a pleasure to talk to you. That was awesome, Marie. Thanks a lot for, for joining you. me on the podcast. <laughs> no worries, man. Thank you. Thank you. I wish you the best. See you. Yeah, Bye. yeah you too, man. Bye. <laughs>